Alright, so I'm sitting here with a man who needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, we're in a moment in time. The sun is shining through the, the window blind. Uh, we've got a glad We can see the forest. There's horses outside of this trailer that we're sitting in. Uh, we're going to play Name That Guest, is what we're doing right now. What am I looking at on this table? There's bird feathers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a turtle shell. Uh, we just lit, uh, my guest just lit some sage, some sajay. It smells like, it smells like it reeks of uh, a forest fire in here right now. <laughs> uh, we've got a box. There's a box, like hand-carved box. We got a dog laying on the floor. A YouTube video playing nothing but um, didgeridoo. <laughs> so, a few other things. A few other things. Yeah. So this guest who has no, needs no introduction, I shall introduce in this moment now, as it persists... Between the, the two of us, forever locked <laughs> in an infinite moment of existence. Always. Forever in that engagement of that little bit of a dance we do of life. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dance of life inside the mind's eye with good guy Gary Golden. <laughs> it's good to be here. Thanks for having me, Adam. Thanks for having me <laughs> to your house. You're welcome. It's really cool, I think, how you can just pack up your stuff and be portable. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're here. Uh, I don't have a plan for this show. I was hoping we I. could have a topic or have some... I know what we're going to do eventually. Yeah. We're going to go on Facebook Live. Uh, that'll happen shortly as soon as we get through these issues we want to talk about. Well, we're going to give it up to the internets to ask questions of good guy. Today of me, of me? Yeah, it's all just, about you today. Just me? Nothing about you? Nothing about me. <laughs> okay. All questions to me will be diverted to you. <laughs> I don't know if I signed up for this. You didn't? I don't know. By the way, I just showed up at his house, <laughs> and I said, this is what we're doing. This is his first time knowing it's happening. Yeah. And but I, just, I mean, like, I don't want to take all the, all, the, all the direction of the conversation. You know, I'd like for you to partake with some Q's and A's as well, if people are going to be... Q and A in us. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the opportunity presents itself, I will. I will. Uh, I'll divert it to you. <laughs> All right, cool. It's good to know. So let's start with. Uh, you know what? Let's roll reversal right now. I just got done hosting. Okay. I introduced you. Yeah. Why don't you take it? Take you want it me first to spin. introduce you. Pretend like we're starting the show right now. The show right now. Okay. And it's your show because this show. is inside the mind's eye with good guy Garrett Gold. <laughs> All right, it's going to take a little bit of. Uh, transition and get into this because I usually start my shows off by myself talking to no one but myself. Now there's a little bit of a somebody sitting in front of me. I've got a I question already. <laughs> what's the question? What, what's the dialogue that you tell yourself when you sit and talk to yourself? Mm. It's not really a dialogue. It's more of a monologue of thinking out loud of convictions and faith based on perception of reality and just to, you know, it's, it, it ranges from all sorts of things, but kind of getting a sense of the world around me, getting a sense of who I am, who I know I, who I am within, inside this reality that I live in, and uh, just kind of just think out loud and come to my own conclusions of myself or how I should act or how I should present myself or how different things in my life mean certain things to me, and how I look at them to grow from or to um, things that perk my interest since that I'd like to explore 
Um, I don't know. I can't really explain it other than that because... Does it get lonely? Not really. It can. But not really because... How are you able to see yourself? Through other people, mostly. Um, I see myself by... I say try. And people are like, oh, you either try or you do. or You either try or you either do or you don't. There's no try. But I have to say try. It's the only word, vocab, vocabulary word I can put to the meaning within myself. Besides give it your best shot. Um, yeah, because try is because this is what I'm aiming for. This is my goal. This is what I'm striving for. But I'm not always going to do it. And it's okay to know that. Attempting is another word. Attempting is. I could say attempt, but... <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. I was just brainstorming different words that you could say to try. <laughs> give I it your best shot. certainly try, attempt, and give it your best shot. Participating. Participating. With no with no requirement for a, an outcome. Mm-mm. So when you're trying, it's almost like you've relieved yourself of the expectation for an outcome. Could you say that? Yeah. Yeah, and I try to relieve myself of any expectations of any outcomes. I have a certain area I want to be through these things I do, but if I do the things I do for any one specific reason, that constricts my growth and puts me <clears throat> just in that one place where... What are you growing towards? I am just want to interject from time. I'll just interject yeah. from time to time and just random quips. No, it's good. It keeps me from, keeps me from rambling. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, what am I trying to grow towards? That's a good question. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly, but just just like a tree, it just grows for what reason it just does. Keeps mm-hmm. aiming for the light, whatever that is. And I I try to grow because I don't want to settle. I know there's always more things to be uncovered. I know there's always more things to participate in. And I just don't want to fall into a routine of <clears throat> a cycle or like I go to work, I come home, I just do these things. I want to, you know, just Isn't be open for Isn't that kind of what you do, day. though? I mean, it kind of is, but that's why I want to grow. Because I want to do this, you know, go to work, come home, the same routine, the same cycle. It's, I don't know. Let me let me give a, let me do a quick timeline of what I think your week is, and you tell me if it's wrong. Okay. Monday through Friday, you're up at, <clears throat> at the crack of dawn before the sunlight comes up. Mm-hmm. You're doing your morning routine, and you'll you can go into that in a second. You do your morning routine, yeah. But then, and you got horses here to take care of stuff like that. Then you go to work, and you're plumbing, and you're on the road, and you're going to different houses and different places mm-hmm. to work. Yeah, twelve hour days sometimes, and for either way, anywhere from eight to twelve hours. So you don't get home until like six o'clock at night, usually seven o'clock at night. Six thirty, yeah. And then you gotta make yourself food, mm-hmm. and then you relax and wind down. And you go to bed a little early, and you start the day all over again, Monday through Friday. Don't usually go to bed that early. Maybe around midnight. What do you do from the hours of 7 to midnight? Um, 7 to midnight? It will depend. Sometimes I go up and hang out with the horses. Sometimes I craft stuff, bracelets. Um, here, here, as of late, I've been just watching TV. I'm trying to get back out of that cycle, because... Uh, um. Yeah. So that's your yeah. Monday through Friday. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, really weird talking about myself right now because I typically never talk about myself. Huh. Like in this fashion of my structures and my days. Yeah, because you, yeah. you, you have a... You, you live in the moment. Uh-huh. And I never really think about 
I, I have intentions and I've, I've set goals for my day, like what I'm going to do or act, how I'm going to act or what I want to accomplish if there's anything necessary. But I don't really, I, you're actually, you're putting me down and sitting me through what I actually do through a week and I never really kind of like look at it so structured. Right. It's just, I have these things that I do and I have to like, if I start my day early enough and at the right time doing the right activities, <clears throat> then the rest of the day just simply falls into place. Okay. Yeah. What? I'm turning up the gain a little bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to edit this, by the way. Okay. This is going to be an unedited episode. We're live. This is a live episode because we're going to go on Facebook Live in a few minutes. Yeah. We're going to receive questions from the audience from the internet. Yeah, I guess what do you so. Th- what, do you th- what do you want to talk about? I don't want to talk about me necessarily right now. Because I'm with me all the time. <laughs> and it's like, I think it would be good to talk about, not necessarily issues, but just things that are outside of us and things that we can partake in or, I don't know, I the do goals it. in life, the passions, the, the pains, the struggles, the joys, you know, anything. I wish that... I feel really nervous right now, too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, how do we, how do we deflect <laughs> some of that energy onto me? I don't know. It's just, it's been so long since you and I have sat behind a mic together. Yeah. Yeah. And usually when we have amazing conversations, we're like, shoot, we should have recorded that. Yeah. And now we're seeing recording it and I feel like locked up, like, like I have like an expectation of accomplishing something to talk of. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's almost to me, the toils of being alive. (laughs) You think so? We feel like we need to have something to accomplish. Yeah. But on the other absolutely. side, I recognize that nothing really matters other yeah. than what we choose to do. But for what cause? I don't know. For me, the cause is betterment of my own life and hopefully to, to positively impact people around me. My, so, my, my, I guess my social bubble or my uh, sphere of influence, however that manifests. Yeah. In real life lady at the cash register smiling being pleasant tipping well that's real life online it's like this thing i'm doing hopefully could make could help someone think differently or make them laugh yeah. or let them see vulnerability mm-hmm. those things the good things yeah yeah so i i kind of just trust that what i do is for the benefit of me and the metaphorical you mhm same, what, same, what say you? <laughs> same perspective I have, basically, yeah. for why I do things. Mostly for betterment of myself, but the betterment of myself can't be betterment if it's not helping somebody else. Same there's, way you just put it. There's a theory in, in self-actualization or in pursuit of mastery, mm-hmm. which is the best thing a person could do, is really be their best self. Like, do yeah. the things you love. Mm-hmm. Train yourself acquire skills, create habits that, that will allow you to become more proficient at the thing you care about mm-hmm. because that is what will help people or yeah. that is what could potentially make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any, any rebuttal? <laughs> There's no rebuttal I have. Like, I agree with that. You agree? Yeah. You see, the thing is we've, we've been doing these, I, you, you talk about conversations, we've had a lot and we've, we've actually recorded a lot of them. I've yeah, have a, we? I've got a bunch on my phone. We did the videos where we were Destiny, Fate, God, and Truth. Oh, Remember? yeah, yeah. With the space background? It's, yeah. It's space. <laughs> and, I, and, it, and it's funny to me because I'm at this phase in my life where I'm no longer curious. Like, I, I've lost a sense of curiosity. Lost a sense of it, yes. 
do, but not all curiosity, no? You still have to have curiosity. Yeah, I mean, it's embedded. Like, curious what's, what's going to come with this next move, what's going to come with this, like, I mean, no, go ahead. I used to follow my curiosity, and it was a strong, it, felt, it was strong within my gut and my heart and my conscious, mm-hmm. was my curiosity. That's what led, has led me to this point, sitting across from you. Yeah. The last few weeks, it's dissipated. Sure, I'm curious I'll Wikipedia things sometimes, but like it's very low on the on the the Richter scale in the right. form of my my energy. Mm-hmm. The curiosity is not there now. It's kind of about action and trying to maintain a sense of balance in my life mm-hmm. and cru- and try to become more financially stable. Yeah, like that's that's my curiosity's kind of left me. But when we were together doing our talks, I was so curious. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were talking. We were trying to figure out whether the way we were perceiving, believing, and acting was reasonable. It's almost as if we're trying to find our root of belief of living, or like greater power, if you want to say, life's force, if you want to say. It's uh, yeah, I agree, and I feel like we have both kind of split off from that direction. Like we're still doing what we do, but in our own way, kind of like before. We were talking about these things and we were engaged in this curiosity and you started finding truths to yours and I started finding truths to mine. And it's not that we left that behind. It's just that that curiosity no longer serves us as much more as our either our engagement with creativity, engagement with other people or activities that 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 curiosity in the past of finding self through metaphysical means or however you want to say it well it was like finding for me it was like finding myself through testing the waters of what i was curious about can i get on the camera with you and talk Ah. about what i believe in okay i'm curious to know if i could be a developer can i be a creative director can Uh. i draw can i make that is it possible can i actually do it yeah same with my writing. Can I publish an essay that is, you know, me saying some shit that I wouldn't normally say and knowing that the whole world could read it? Mm-hmm. And so now that I've tried all those things, and, and I guess the most recent... You're not necessarily even trying them. You're doing it, like on a basis. But to bring it back to the beginning, I say try because there mm-hmm. was no expectation of an outcome when I was doing them. Yeah. I just knew I needed to. I didn't, I didn't think if I do this, I'll become viral. Or if I do this, uh, a producer will see me or uh, an investor will give me money or any of those things. Yeah. It was try because I wanted to know that I could. Like there personal was no, tests that we put ourselves through. Exactly. For There's, that, not validation, but for that uh, esteem of knowing that it can be done and that it's something that I like doing and I'm going to continue doing it. Yeah, it's like yeah. man's search for meaning. Like when I watch like a lot of YouTube videos with people like playing instruments and stuff, when I look at them play, I don't think of them like <clears throat> thinking like or playing like this for the money and for traveling the world. I think they're doing it because it's something they love to do. It pours out their their soul or their feelings essentially, and other people follow along and pick up on it, and it moves the other people. And so when I look at a, a creative artist on on screen playing these things, moving me. It's not that they're up there to get money and they're playing for me so I can get my dime at a concert. It's because it's what they want to do and it's something that you're doing too. But it's a different expression. And so you're testing yourself with these curiosities. 
I see, that's how I see it. That's exactly. It. I've tr- I've tried every, I've tried all these things <clears throat> that I've wanted to do to figure uh-huh. out if I could. Mm-hmm. Now now I'm just in action mode where yeah. it's like I just do I just do now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, it's almost maybe it's just like I've got things in the pot and I know what I can do. I know what I'm capable of, and it's just a matter of moving in the direction, continuing to move in the direction, and it it makes me feel. You know, um, I guess I don't have so much inspiration anymore as I do. I'm just acting out of like, uh, now I just feel like a normal person when a lot of times I was, you know, a little bit manic. Yeah. A little bit obsessive. Dude, I haven't felt like a normal person in a while. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're here now. We are here now. And, um... That's dead air. (laughs) For our listeners out there wondering, that was the time for you to contemplate what you're doing. (laughs) Because we're we're trying to figure it out. Um, Uh, Yeah, we kind of know what we're doing. We're just uh, we're not sure uh, the outcomes. And yeah. So give me give me a talk. Like tell me something, just to take up time while I load up this Facebook Live video. (laughs) Oh, dude, I almost died the other night. If you want to hear me talk about that. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to interrupt you as soon as we're ready, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow, this is weird. Why? <laughs> taking the torch. Oh, take the torch, bro. Taking the torch. I don't know if I want to talk about me almost dying. Well, what do you want to talk about? Uh, it was a, it, I avoided a wreck, by the way. Um, we can talk about the good things. Um, the sun's shining right now, which is nice. The sun hasn't shined in quite a few days. We've had a lot of overcast, gloomy days, and... Oh, wait, are you putting this live? Literally? <laughs> Dude. And we're live. And we're live. <laughs> no, no, Here we're not we live go. yet. Nope. And we're live. And now we're live. We Here we go. Okay. Continue the continue the joke. <laughs> there was no joke. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, I got one for you. Pretend this camera's not here. All right. Oh, pretend it's <laughs> not there. <laughs> yeah. So what's the joke? What's the story? I got a joke. Um, what did the uh, elephant say to the rhino? Please get out of the way. Hell if I know. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke, dude. Uh, so nobody, nobody's asking you any questions yet. How do you feel? <laughs> what's the title of the video? The, the title of the video is Inside the Mind's Eye with Good Guy Garrett Golden. Ask him anything. Ask me anything. And nobody's asking questions. How do you feel? bit like I normally do. (laughs) (laughs) How do you normally feel? Isolated, lonely, (laughs) nobody to talk to, ask me questions. I feel like I got to show everybody where we're at real quick while we're on the podcast. This is Good Guys uh, Trailer House. And y'all feel free not to ask questions. Adam just kind of started doing this. No one's, don't worry, no one's asking anything. (laughs) Nobody... There we are. Trailer house. We got a good setup with bird feathers and, and a cup, copper cup. We got uh, a knife. This is sh- kind of sharp. I don't know. Some gems. Some oils. Yep. And uh, this is the worst segment I've ever done on Inside the Mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Glad that could help. No one has any questions to ask. We're 19 minutes into, into the show. It'll be released. My uncle Dave will listen to it. He's my he's the only, he's the guy <laughs> he's that, number one fan. He's the only fan. Yeah, <laughs> he'll listen and he'll say that was a terrible segment, just like he says about every episode. 
There's a few good ones. <laughs> uh, I yeah. feel I literally feel like I'm sitting in front of a giant audience, but there's nobody around. Um, just the internets, and who's to say they're even real? They're not. But I'd appreciate any feedback of, you know, hey, cool pad, or, you know, (laughs) anything. A lot of people are watching, but no one's saying anything. Really? Yeah. People are watching right now? Yeah, but nobody's saying anything. I don't understand. Well, I don't have much experience with Facebook Live, so, uh, what is there to do on you get there, watchers. you get there and you look, and it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic because we can see who's joining. Uh huh. So it's like we know you clicked it to join and watch us. Ah. They could be on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> they could, they could be folding laundry. They could be doing something. Anything. Anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but some, some, it's kind of like us. How we're just doing this talking. Yeah. But okay. we see they join, and okay. then, uh, and then they leave. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Like a chat room almost. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about your day. What what got you here? I I had a great day. Woke yeah. up at eight. Wow, dude. Went outside, contemplated the introspective nature of reality. Okay. Um took what, a does shower. That, what does that mean to you? Introspective nature of reality. I think about thinking. You think about thinking. I think about the fact that I'm alive. Mm-hmm. I think about the fact that I'm gonna die. So you're essentially building gratitude and, and the knowledge that death is to come. Yes. Yeah. So I observe the moment mm-hmm. and I experience what it like what it's like to be awake. And then I start projecting <clears throat> things I'd like to experience or things I'd want or, or how I'd like to feel. Mm-hmm. And I play around with uh, what I'm grateful for and what I'd like to accomplish. Yeah. But I unfocus myself throughout it. So it'll be like 30 seconds to inner dialogue to unfocused state of birds chirping. Okay. Um, we got our first question. All right, cool. All right, this one's from Jonathan Williams. What's up, John? He wants to know, what is your most profound spiritual experience? Man, I don't think I have just one most profound. It's What's more the first a, one that comes to mind? I guess the deepest one, that the most recent one, is kind of an understanding that's taken place through a few days, but it started with the sweat lodge, a type of a place I go that's kind of a ceremony, and uh, well, it is a ceremony, it's sacred, but we start the day off in prayer and, and raising the vibrations and all this good stuff. We have medicine council, and we go in and sweat, four rounds of intense heat, and Throughout the time, you know, for me, it's about focusing on the breath and being in there with everybody together. We're all in it together. But each person has their own internal strife that they're dealing with, no matter what it is, past pains, joys, current problems, anything. But finding that place within where you can let go and just know that you're okay and that almost not let go, let God, but I mean, yeah, that too, but just complete surrender and knowing that everything's okay. And that happened happened when you were in the sweat lodge? <clears throat> yeah, kind of. It did happen while I was in there, but afterwards and then coming out with all the love and, and getting back outside and engaging in life again. Because it's hot in there. <sighs> yeah. Um, I sit on that through some through time and like I'll come to small things in my life, like certain small decisions or big decisions. It's like I'm able to go in within that place I was able to find in the lodge and it helps me just understand or 
I mean, I it's still I'm still working on the implication to my life for that, but it's a profound experience for me. Sounds like every day for you, dude. Yeah, I you're try able to, to carry that with you. I try to keep that mindset. I strive huh. to, and uh, and one of my friends kind of says that everything we do is a test, and uh, so essentially, what I choose to do right now helps build me to be what I want to be in the future. So if I want to be more active and engaged in the community, um, and, but right now I want to like maybe read a book that I fiction or something or just kill some time, which there's nothing wrong with that. Or I can make a small decision to do something that will build me up for what for I want future. to be in the future. Yeah. I got another. Whatever question. that is. I got a new question for you. Okay. This one's from Colin. Okay. <clears throat> What's up, Colin? Do you see yourself as successful? No. What is missing if you don't? Nothing's missing. And I say I don't look at see myself as successful. To stop being off philosophical, yes, I see myself as being successful, actually, because to me, success is the feeling within. Am I, at the end of the day, when I lay my head down, am I okay with my actions? Am I okay with what I did? Am I okay with how I treat life around me? That's success um, for me. Um, and also, you know, keeping, keeping afloat in this, this society we live in, you know, I make, I'm, I'm a successful plumber. I'm learning a trade and I'm, I'm doing well at it. So I feel successful at that. But at the end of the day for me, success is just knowing and being okay with everything around me. Hmm. So when you started by saying you don't feel successful, why do you, why do you think that? Is there part because of you that thinks a could... lot of me, when I think of success, I typically think of the society we live in, their idea of success, the cars, the, the wives, the boyfriends, girlfriends, the money, the big homes, all this stuff. None of that's success to me. It's just stuff. Do I want some of those things? Yeah, I do. But it, it's not... I'm not going to achieve that through success. Which of Which things that I... Which of those things that you mentioned do you want the most? <clears throat> a home with land, though. I, did, I don't think I mentioned land. But I would like a lot of land to live on. A lot of privacy. Yeah, just be a lot, a lot of nature. What about for yourself, your trade? What about it? Is there, when you think about plumbing, mm -hmm. is that an end goal for you? An angle? Yeah, that you'd like to move your life towards? <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, I spent at least 45, 55 hours a week doing it. Um, and not only that, it, it constantly pushes me and tests me. Um, because... We got a new question for you. Okay. I want to interrupt it when the questions pop because they're okay. fun. Okay, so this question's from Austin. What's up, Austin? Totally Austin. What are some basic things you do to carry that experience from the sweat lodge, specifically? Basic things that you do to carry that experience with you. Hmm. I mean, just just remembering um, the experience there and knowing that it comes once a month on every full moon. Um, and it's, to kind of give you a paint a picture, it's a Native American tradition sweat lodge I go to. Um, but I do meditate in the morning. I, I strive to meditate every morning for at least 10 minutes. And so I just clear the mind. But when I go outside in the morning, I pray and I pray in the dire six directions. 
I pray east, north, west, south, sky, earth, self, and... Uh, that was nine directions, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if self counts as a direction. I think yeah, it's, it's a I, good But direction. I finished there. Yeah, you're good. Um, I know how to do math. I just wanted the internet to know. Okay. Um, but I keep my mind, I keep my intentions focused on the same stuff from there. Um, just know that everything comes from within and all that stuff at the sweat lodge comes from within myself and within other people. And I still, I stay in contact with my brothers and sisters from the lodge outside of lodge. And, um, I just keep planning on going back and showing up and partaking in any way I can there. Sometimes I work on the outside with the fire and the stones. Sometimes I go in and sweat. Can you tell us what this feather represents to you? I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it in my hand. It's okay. fall, it's I think it's falling apart. No, it was just uh, this was actually. They want to know what the feather means. I actually believe this to be a gift um, from Mother Earth. Maybe maybe not, but it was definitely a gift from. Is it dead? Yeah. No. <laughs> Sitting right here. Can't you hear it talking to you? Put it, put it in the, the lens so we can look at it. I'm not sure the the bird. At first, I thought it was a dove. But I don't think it is. Um, it's not a. It's not a mockingbird because they have a band going across it. But I think it it could be a gray catbird. What does this do? Um, this is fluoride, and uh, fluorite. I just handed him a gem because there's audio people listening on the other side. So. But um, a cat killed this and gave it to me, hmm. and so I just kind of. <laughs> I figure I, there's an omen to it. And I feel like it's a Dr. Seuss book waiting to happen. I use I use feathers and stuff to fan sage smoke and so. A cat killed this and gave it to me. Yeah. The book. So what um, do you? So we so we got one more question on here. Right. One. Are you ready? Sure. When you think about the Earth and the Sun, when you think about standing outside and having fun when you think about your life sometimes feeling like it weighs a ton what do you do hmm. like in those places where i know things are good but i still feel like weighed down and like what's the point or i'm never going to get out of this kind of thing sure <laughs> i just made that up oh did you have a poem okay <laughs> yes that's you're talking about fun in the sun and then weighing getting weighed down <laughs> what do you do yeah that was my question oh keep faith aim for the light expect a miracle when's the last miracle you felt hmm that can be a trick a bit of a trick question how come because every breath can be a miracle you know what about a synchronicity in your life where you were like whoa hmm I cannot I can't really have anything come to mind right now but there's been a few where it's like man I gotta look into this what's something you want to do that you've never done <clears throat> oh a lot of things I want to go skydiving for one I want to go to Alaska I want to go to the the Amazon jungle that'd be amazing um oh we got a new question yeah this one's from, this one's from Sam Miller. What's up, Sam? <laughs> what makes you happy? Oh, life makes me happy, knowing that I can choose whatever I want to choose and believe in whatever I want to believe, and just I don't know, just being happy. I mean, I'm not. You can't be happy all the time. I mean, but 
life's good. Treat people with, with respect, love, and dignity, and, you know, don't take anything personable, personal. And, uh, yeah, life's my, just good. One of my favorite uh, lines from the movie Gummo. Gummo? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, life is beautiful. Okay. Without it, you'd be dead. That's, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thanks for letting me share. <laughs> life is beautiful. Without it, you'd be dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, All right. So, yeah. I think I think we've done a good enough time on Facebook Live. Unless anyone has any last-minute questions, we're going to come back over here to finish the show. We came on at like 25 minutes. This, the segment started terrible. I think it turned yeah. into something okay. I don't know, <laughs> though. I was all awkward and nervous for some reason. Yeah. And I was it, behind the microphone and stuff, and now a camera. And I was thinking that for some reason, in my mind, I wanted to imagine that as soon as we went live, like, It'd every, be like perfect. everybody would join it. Like yeah. <laughs> 10, 20 people all asking questions, and we'd be going for like hours. Um, no, so the first few minutes were rough. The first few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we got some good questions in. I think we've got a good sense of being. Thanks for the questions. And I know I probably may sound like a space cadet or some weird stuff, but I'm a little nervous talking in front of a live audio of just cool peeps and stuff. Well, why don't we why don't we uh, why don't we switch it? Why don't you do me? I don't know if I want to do you. Oh, we got one last question. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to go off and just do each other <laughs> off of the off of the recording. Here's the last question from Austin. Okay. On the spiritual tip. Are you ready? Sure. The question is, what is your view from a spiritual perspective about the political landscape? Ooh, it's a lot of turmoil. Um, I actually haven't been very plugged into the political actions going around and stuff happening but i see it a lot on facebook in the way it makes people act and treat other people um i do my best i don't know if it's a bit of fear of getting involved in those emotions of politics or if i'm just really not interested but i see a place where something's going to give and i think it should give and it's always worse it's always darkest before the dawn it's always it's you know the storm's always the worst yada 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 i think that the light is always dark before it's there yeah yeah i think that um it's time now for the people to come to terms with who they are individually for real within their communities and see the importance of everybody living here and that we are all in this together i mean we're all we're all born here we're all gonna die here i mean we might as well help each other out right yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting because it's forcing people to learn about our political system. Yeah. We're having to learn about the three branches of government. We're trying to mm -hmm. figure out what type of power a president can have or not have. Supreme courts and delegates and all these things. We're actually becoming more informed about how our country is is ran and governed. Mm -hmm. It's really scary. And also, like you said, to piggyback off of that, like the fact is we are now no longer okay with just liking something on the internet people mm -hmm. are actually going places and protesting yeah we're taking a stand i wouldn't protested you didn't enough yeah. i mean for standing rock you know down in atlanta but that's only because i saw it and an ad for it or not an ad but an invitation and i wasn't just a click of like it was like dude something's got to happen with this you know what's my part yeah so yeah. we're all learning to mobilize ourselves 
and organize ourselves mm-hmm. against the, I guess the, the man potential tyranny of a of a person who flies off the seat of his pants in in, in the president. Yeah. So uh, it's teaching us a lot about ourselves, mm-hmm. and it's teaching us a lot about what we can work on to get better. Yeah. So it, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I've 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 said that in the past, but it's still hard to it's it's very hard to look at it like that. I mean, we got two more questions. Okay. First one, I want to get to both of them real quick. Okay. This one is, how many pipelines are there around the U.S.? I don't even know. A lot. Second, thousands one. of miles probably. Thousands. Maybe. Uh, second, how did you manage landscaping that awesome beard? I actually asked him that question earlier today. While <laughs> Thanks, we were, guys. We were walking around looking at horses, and I asked him that. Um. <laughs> hey, bro, how can I look like you is what I said. <laughs> I put, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, but argan, argan oil, argan oil in it, and sometimes uh, beeswax. Uh, it's really healthy. <laughs> Put it all over my face, actually. Yeah, I saw him put on chapstick, and he literally just <laughs> it's wiped his whole face. It's uh, actually made by... He put it all over his mouth and his beard and said it was because his lips were chapped. I was like, what are you... You're missing your... You're well, it's good for the lip. skin. I mean, you put it on the skin, and everywhere just seeps in everywhere, and everything's just aces. Aces. Yeah. Do you have any questions that you want to ask yourself? <laughs> um, I ask myself a lot of questions. Through the mind's eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing we're inside your mind's eye. Yeah. This is weird when your face is, when we can see your face, because it's, it's a physical representation of your... I don't even know what I look like right now. You do I'm just sitting here with the camera in my face. Here's a great question coming in from Rush. Okay, let's hear it, Rush. Uh, he wants to know, so my question is, why is the one pipeline getting attention? Uh, because... I don't have, I've never heard a reason for that or an answer, but I guess why I can see that being the case is because all the activity and all the people in that spot working and giving it their all because they don't want to see this happen to their land and not just their land, but they don't want it to happen to their land. Why would they want it to happen to anyone else's land? I mean, is they're going right underneath water. That's their water. That's everyone's water. Um, and these people are actually standing up and fighting for what they believe in, and I think that's why they're getting the most attention because they're they're doing it. The native peoples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a conflict of interest with their burial grounds too. Yeah, or just a lot of just stuff. just the a land that was stuff. theirs given to theirs after the treaties. Mm-hmm. I mean, and but bottom line, dude, water is life, and I mean, you mess. So how does the pipeline take away water? Um, dude, Great there's... point. Here, here comes another point. Okay. Along, I'll add with that. Okay. But there's thousands of pipelines all over everyone's land. Yeah. So why this one? Because these people are standing up for it. Mm, That's they how didn't I want see it. it. They just decided to do something about they it. They decided to do something about it. And you they have the right to. that there's pipelines all over the place? Well, I haven't done all the very much research at all, but I have seen studies, not studies, I have seen posts on Facebook about, like, there's... Um, what like pipelines that leak all the time they're always getting repaired i even saw one video where some hunters came across a pipeline and it's just bubbling up out of the ground and they're like who knows how long this has been going on or when they're going to come out and fix it so i mean i mean it's what we have right now interesting point but the entire this is a new point the entire u.s backs just this area so everyone's talking about standing rock they're not talking about all these other pipelines 
It's like saying whenever... You can blame the media for that, too. uh, You can blame everyone for that, because it's the same thing as saying, you know, Trayvon Martin gets shot by a police officer, all of a sudden we hate police officers, Mm -hmm. you know? Why are we not focused... Why is it a police versus black versus white people's lives matter thing? Why Mm -hmm. is it not just this one person made a mistake, Mm -hmm. and this one dude's an asshole, Mm -hmm. and this one dude needs to learn how how to not shoot his gun before he recognizes what's actually going on. Yeah. And so, that said, I don't really know what's going on with all the pipelines or anything like that, so I can't really <laughs> say too much about it. Is there a pipeline in the trailer? Um, I have a propane tank outside that feeds my It's so okay. Rush thinks that it should be a whole issue. I think it should, too. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. But I think that's one of the good things about what's going on with some direction of social media and a lot of people I know is that people are trying to get are starting to become aware of what's going on and then they're like wait this isn't right what about this too and then this so I think like as you were saying earlier Adam like this country is having to like kind of wake up a little bit well, we have to figure out yeah. what's real mm-hmm. you know because there's so much <clears throat> crap all over the place and when it comes to our own sense of of purpose or being or place within the, mm-hmm. the structure as a whole yeah we're starting to realize everybody wants us to believe what they're spewing you mm-hmm. know everybody's trying everybody's trying to sell something yeah and, i mean hell what are we doing we're trying to sell this whatever this is you i'm know? not trying to sell it well not sell yeah, i'm just sitting here <laughs> we're, we, we this want... is what I, how i think and feel yeah I guess I'm not, you know, I'm, everyone but us is trying to sell something, you guys. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> so, that either. But you know, we're all trying to we're all trying to get our voices heard, and everybody has an, a belief and an opinion. Mm-hmm. And the problem is the language that gets used for all this stuff yes. is is it not only is it archaic, but c- it can also mislead and misdirect from the actual facts or truth of what's happening. Words can be misread for sure. And it's like a giant <clears throat> game of telephone, a, a, a telephone line of confusion is what I refer to as the internet can be but it's a huge asset when you know what you're looking for mm-hmm. right because things can be documented things can be understood and perspectives can be shared but when it comes to these big issues or the or the idea of what's right for everybody in my opinion on on that is it's 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 fault it's faulty I think so yeah i don't believe i could ever say what's right for anyone else other oh, than me dude yeah me too I and i can't I, I it's it's out of my jurisdiction to even share my opinion on the political uh, landscape, because in my mind, it doesn't exist. I focus on the things that matter to me on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, you know, the political world really doesn't exist to me either, because I don't give it time of day or thought, you know? So, yeah, sure, it's there, it's real, but how real is it to me? Because I'm not actively, or I'm not engaged in my my community or politics, country politics at all. You know, I, I voted, but... Here's, That's here's it. And here's the truth of it all, right? Yeah. We were talking earlier about the guy playing his instrument, how he's not doing that to sell anything. They're not selling anything. Mm-mm. They're just being themselves, yeah. right? They're doing what they love. Yeah, and they just so happen to have an audience that wants to listen. Right. Yeah. And as soon as they're done playing their instruments, they're going to their families, they're going to go mm-hmm. eat, they're going to go live their lives. The same way as soon as Joe Rogan gets done with his podcast, he's doing <laughs> Joe Rogan things all day. He's not concerned yeah. about his audience. Uh-uh. But in the moment, he is. Mm-hmm. And he, he is expressing himself. Yeah. Which is essentially what we're doing. Yeah. And I'd like to see, like, a lot of the world do that. Yeah. We, uh, say hello, neighbor. How you doing? <laughs> Hi, I lived next to you for 20 years. My name's Garrett. You there, know? There's no one out there. Well, there is actually a cardinal sitting on a tree down there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we got another question 
The pipeline runs under a river within half a mile of the reservation, before the water is accessible to the natives. The Keystone Pipeline, and pipelines in general, have a poor track record of leaking, and since this one is underground, one concern, among others, is the risk of slow leaks poisoning not just the natives, but also other Americans as the river eventually feeds into the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good. Sounds right. I've heard that before. Yeah, that was that is good. That was Colin. Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Dude, we got it. You see, this is where we can come together to better understand these issues. Yeah. <laughs> we use each other. But yeah, can we dude. but here's the here's the real question. Can we trust Colin? I I say we can trust trust him, his intentions and what he wants to But how do we know that his facts and his source and what he's drawing from is correct? By I guess back checking. Back checking checking yourself. If you really want to. Before you wreck yourself. True, yeah. So this is what I'm saying, is our mm-hmm. mind's capacity to retain information is limited. And without research or without documentation, we can't actually assume that anything is true mm-hmm. based on the words, articles, or ideas of other people. No. Now, I read this from, from Colin, and, and my gut tells me that it's good, but that does not necessarily mean that it's true. Or it could be true, but on a small scale. I don't know, like a bigger picture thing. But I know things, I, <clears throat> how we treat this land is terrible. No matter how people want to say fracking's fine, um, all these you know oil wells are fine. I mean, it's not fine. I'm sure we've been doing it for a long time, but, you know, if this is the only home we've got, dude, and if we want to see this home for our kids or even for our, us in our elder years, like, I think it would be a good idea to look at some alternatives. So here's, here's and I agree with yeah. you because I think we've got to take control of our climate. Yeah. So Rush has a few questions or points. Okay. This this goes back to how many pipelines there are, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of them. They're everywhere. Yeah. I just feel like this should be a major issue everywhere. Take the Detroit water issue. No one has mm. shit of protest yeah. going on there, and they're just as equal. Yeah. I heard. Didn't that start like two years ago or something? It's like a wild... Flint, Flint is... Uh, oh, oh, no, that's Detroit. Detroit and Flint, both of them, whatever water issues they have, it's all fucked. Yeah. And I mean, water... I mean, water's essentially right, dude. How I think about it. I mean, the animals in the land, they want water, they just go to the creek, you know? I think humans should have that right, too. You know, have clean water. So, <clears throat> we can't begin to assume what people are doing or not doing in Flint or Detroit. We mm-hmm. are not physically there. Mm-hmm. And... If we're if we're if we allow it, we can let these those stories going up there affect us and influence us emotionally, and we wonder what we can do, and we feel hurt, and we feel sadness and, and concern for the people up there. But what is there to actually do about it, right? Mm-hmm. So our brain is only capable of having so much space being taken up, and I see things like that, and it makes me feel for the people there. Mm-hmm. But literally, I'm driving a car with gas in it because I can't afford an electric car. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing things. I'm not recycling because I'm too. I'm lazy, and it's not a priority in my life. So how can I sit here and speak about global issues or even a problem that another area of the country is having if I'm unwilling to address the issues as they pertain my own life? Does that make sense? So it does make a lot of sense. So and I've changed a few things around in my life just. So I could, like the recycling thing, a few other things, yeah. 
Rush, this is Rush said, but an electric car, where are those parts made? Exactly. Yeah. We could go all day long mm-hmm. trying to get to the root of what's right and what's wrong mm-hmm. about how we're living. But the truth is, the only thing that matters is something what, should happen. Well, we can't. If you try to say I mean, every, something's happening every day, but if you try to say everyone, you, if save everyone, you save no one, right? So just talking about saving anybody. You, I'm just well, having concern or care yeah. for other people. Mm-hmm. Like we are only capable of so much, you know. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, the, the best thing a person can do is really start to discover who they are and what they want. So they can move themselves in a direction of betterment for themselves that could influence people positively. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what we're going to do about the global warming. I don't know what we're going to do about the pipelines. I don't know what we're going to do about the dirty water in Michigan. And and in a sense, you know, I got to focus on what's real about to me. Either. I mean, uh, uh, the ocean levels rising too and all this stuff. Um, so what are we going to do? I don't know. I'm not one of those great thinkers out there trying to figure it out, but it's time that we start looking at these issues as a, as a whole, human, country, anything, man. But I think it's happening slowly but surely. There's a lot of movements going on in this world. Do you want to be part of any of them? Mm-hmm. But with a forty-hour work week minimum, mm-hmm. to keep your to keep a roof on your head and to keep living in a level of comfortability, you know. Yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses, so to say, you mm-hmm. know. Where does where does your energy apply? You know, how can you, how can we? Right. We can all contribute in our own unique ways. Just because I work so often doesn't mean that I can't contribute to anything. I can contribute financially. <clears throat> I can contribute by spreading the word um, through people I know or Facebook or partaking in certain community um, activities on the weekends. You know, it can be anything doesn't mean I have to be out on the front lines doing it. So here's the final word. Okay. Because Rush agrees. Okay. Uh, we, fi- we figured it out. Don't count, don't count ourselves out. Yeah. We all come together and have conversations. Yeah. And then we need leadership. Yeah. It's, it's been said that uh, the world's really not a bad place. We're just having a lot of bad conversations. And so I think, if, I think it's starting to change. I think a lot of people are starting to talk about some good stuff. Ask the essential questions. All right. So this is a, we're, the podcast is almost over. We've only got nine minutes left because I wanted to just make it an hour. I feel like even, I feel like uh, an hour is a lot of time, but I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I feel like we've been talking, we've been talking a while. It's been a while <laughs> since I've gone fuck things up. Like you always knew. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, last word from Rush, and then we're going to log off the Facebook Live. And Rush Thanks says, for listening, guys. Yeah. Rush says, financially, we saw what we've seen is it doesn't get you far. Ask Hillary. It takes action. And I think he's referring to Hillary Clinton. Hmm. Uh, we can all have money, but we need solid leadership to direct these conversations. And to build to build a foundation for us to congregate around, and yeah. and, and create events, actions, and doing doing shit on the reg. Yeah. Phrase change changes. I'm saying it's all saying. Time can't change me. Rest in rest in peace, 
Paul Walker. <laughs> All right, I have guys. no problems for you. <laughs> That's it. And we're out. Everything in my own immediate experience supports my deep belief that I am the absolute center of the universe. The realest, most vivid, and important person in existence. But it's pretty much the same for all of us. It is our default setting, hardwired into our boards at birth. Your essential self is the foundation of the universe. Just as the waves are continuous with the ocean, your body is continuous with the total energy system of the cosmos. And it's all you. That self is the basis of all being. Life as we experience it's a big act, and that behind this big act is the player, and uh, the player is you. So this was fun. This was fun. It's very interesting. I uh, wasn't definitely not expecting any of this. Wasn't expecting anything. <laughs> not this. It's a show for sure. It's good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Bye, guys. Bye. Stay. Uh, do 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 your thing. Do you and uh, know that you're the best one ever. Keep doing it. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> That's what you wanted to say, didn't you? It really was. You were like, I can't say that. I can't take that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how creativity happens, everybody. You realize you can't do it because it's been done and have to do something different. That's right. So stay classy.